You are now listening to Like a Local Podcast, the podcast that allows you to trip without falling into tourist traps. Think of your next destination, then having a local share of the best places to stay, eat, drink, and what to do. Time is money, and these ladies are saving you time and preventing you from looking like a tourist. Here are your hosts, Katie Hilton and Stephanie Gerard. Hey, Miss Traveler. Well, hello, hello, hello. How are you? Great. How was your weekend in, in Savannah? I think you almost said Charleston. Did you almost say Charleston? I love that. No, but the weekend was great in Savannah. It was a great girls weekend turned into a little fam slash girl weekend because I saw one of my favorite cousins out. So that was fun. I unfortunately did not get to see our two favorite Savannah girls, Nikki and Sarah, but hopefully next time we'll be able to meet up with them. That's a bummer. I was, I saw that Nikki was in, I think, Nashville, Nashville, Nashville. but I was excited to see what you and Sarah were going to do. So that's, sad, but where'd you go? Did you go to any places that they recommended? Yes. So Myrtle and Rose, which is where we went. It's so beautiful. It's like the garden rooftop bar. So amazing. Electric Moon. That was another popular one. Let's see. We ate at the old pink house. Ooh, what did you get to eat? Was it delicious? Some scallops. It was wonderful. Great service. 10 out of 10 service. Our waitress was just so knowledgeable about the history of the house and she really made it just a great experience. Um, and great ambiance. It felt a little bit like Pugin's Porch in Charleston. I have a couple of different cities saved in my Apple weather. I'm an Apple mm-hmm. weather app, you know, and Charleston is saved. And it looked like they were having a gorgeous weekend. Um, and I don't want to like make small talk because it's like the weather. But like, seriously, Charleston looked beautiful. Weather talk is the worst. But yes, yeah, Savannah was it was it was hot. Actually, it got to a point where I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm sweating. But yes, yeah, so it was such great weather this weekend. Question. Was it like Harry Potter weekend? On TV, they were showing it. So listen to this. I'm not kidding. We walked, we probably walked by four to six bars. Everywhere was playing Harry Potter. It was on, I don't remember what channel it was, but I definitely watched the first one. It was the strangest thing. Actually, how's your New Year's resolution going with your one critically acclaimed movie a week? How's that going? That's a resolution that I have not carried out, but you know, it is okay though, because I'm getting more into TV shows and you know what TV show I have started to get back into because I want to finish it. Shit's Creek. Well, yes, Shit's Creek, but also Gossip Girl. Love Gossip Girl. Classic. It is a classic. And you know, Blair, Serena, don't you just wish you lived in Upper East Side? Uh, yeah, I wish I had... S- I was going to say Serena, but I also loved Blair's fashion too. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if I can decide. But speaking of Gossip Girl on the Upper East Side, this week. This week. what Another another week, another great transition. That's Clever Girl. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So y'all already know how much we love New York. We could move tomorrow if we could. Today we're in the Upper East Side with Claire Bridges. Claire is our favorite fashion guru, content creator, and VIP vlogger. She's a fashion student at LAM. And if you have seen any of her social media accounts, you'll understand why we want her to be our personal stylist. Also, Serena Vanderwoodson's stunt double, if she had stunts to do. <laughs> um, at just 21 years old, Claire has nearly 21,000 followers and has made New York her playground for over t- two years, not 20, for over two years. She has definitely made a name for herself and for all of our Vanderpump Rules fans. Stasi, better watch out for her OOTDs. 
because Claire's on it. She is on it. She will be my stylist one day. We had quite a few laughs with Claire during this interview. She's clever and sassy and for sure gave us the best recommendations for our weekend. Girls, getaway in the Upper East Side. And if you needed a reason to listen to this week's episode, you now have 75. Stay tuned. XOXO Gossip Girl. All right, everyone. We are very excited for today's episode. We are channeling our inner Blair and Serena and getting the local lowdown of the Upper East Side, Manhattan with Claire Bridges, who could probably be Serena's stunt double. Claire, welcome to Like a Local. Thank you so much for coming on today. Before we get into the local lowdown, we would love for you to introduce yourself and just give the lowdown on who you are. Okay. Hello, everyone. Thank you all so much for having me today. My name is Claire Bridges. I am originally from Dallas, Texas, born and raised, and I moved to New York two and a half years ago. And I am a content creator here in New York, and I live on the Upper East Side. And I'm super excited to share all my recommendations with you guys today. And so you can find me on Instagram. I make vlogs on YouTube, and then I occasionally try to make TikToks. (laughs) I literally want you to be my personal stylist. Like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. So, we're both obsessed with New York. Like, love it. We're going to move there. Tell me about living on the Upper East Side. Oh my God. Okay. So I love it. So I started working on the Upper East Side in 2019 till last year. And I actually moved up here eight months ago, but since I worked here, I was always hanging out with like my work friends after work and we would go out and I realized how much I liked it up here. Cause I was actually living downtown and like just the vibe up here. It's like, it's right out of gossip girl, which is like my biggest dream, but it has much more of a neighborhood feel more of like a family style just feels more homey and so that's why I wanted to live up here because literally like every day I'll pass like the kids getting picked up from school or all these old people walking their dogs like it's just like it feels like a true neighborhood and you don't really get that anywhere else in New York so that's why I chose Upper East Side and I love it so much. So you went full-time working for yourself about you said eight months ago? Yeah about really the start of this year I mean with COVID and everything I was obviously like put out of work so that's when I started getting more serious and now it's turned into full-time, which I'm so thankful for. How has that been? Is that hard? It's nice because I make my own hours, but it's also challenging because you're making your own hours. So you have to be productive. You have to get stuff done. No one's telling you what to do. But honestly, it's nice. I've found like a good schedule. I mean, there's nothing I can really complain about. How big is your apartment? Oh my God. I could literally show y'all. It's, it's 500 square feet. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so small. And I didn't even see my apartment before moving in because COVID. So I found it on Street Easy and I like applied for a different apartment and someone got it before me. So then I told them, I was like, I'll just apply for any like building in the apartment. I don't have to see it. So literally never saw it till I moved in, which I'm so happy for it because like, it's just me, my roommates, my dog, but it's so tiny. Like it's hard to live in such a small space. Yeah. I saw a TikTok of this girl who lives in Manhattan and she like has her shoes in her oven. Yes. I have friends that do that and put it in their cabinets. It's just like the city. So Carrie Bradshaw, can I ask how much your rent is? It's 2,500, which truly, I feel like cheaper what I got. Not cheap. I mean, that is a ton. But like for in New York, for a one bedroom, that's pretty good. But I keep emailing them. I'm like, can we like, because there's apartments in my building going for a thousand less right now. 
And I keep emailing them. I'm like, can we please put my rent down? I'm like, that's not fair. Like I was put out of work because of COVID. Like give me a little discount, but they literally won't yeah. reply to me. Oh, oh my gosh. But all my friends got all their rent lowered by like 500, 700. I'm like, okay. Can you threaten to leave? Well, that's what I was going to do because, oh my God, I go on shoot easy literally every day. And I like look at all these beautiful apartments that are like doorman swimming, like a pool, a gym, all the amenities. And it's like the same price I'm paying for like double my space and all that. Cause I live in just like a walk up, like the most basic thing, which it's nice because my apartment is updated. Like that was one thing I wanted, but I mean, I have to climb up three flights of stairs. <laughs> this is like the non-glamorous side people. No. And then I was one of your YouTube videos, like when you get packages, they just accumulate at the bottom of yes. the stairs. And when I first moved in, they were getting mm-hmm. stolen. Oh, I, I hate that. Me. I would have to be like on watch out my window. Like, is it here? Is the package here? Uh, well, and I get like texts every time something's delivered. So I'm always like running downstairs to grab them. No. And then like, I don't have laundry. <sighs> I know. That is something I was thinking about it. Would I rather have a dishwasher or laundry? I'd rather have laundry. I would too. A lot of sacrifices I make to live in this tiny apartment. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. Yes. But okay. Upper East Side. Yes. So we talked about why you love it. I think that's great. Exciting. Those are great um, reasons to come visit the Upper East Side. So are there any particular like hotels that you can, that you would recommend? Are there a lot of Airbnbs in this area? So Airbnbs I've never really looked at, but hotels, I would say the number one, if you're looking for somewhere like really nice to say, I would say the mark, you're definitely going to see some type of celebrity there whether they're just having brunch there, dinner, whatever, staying there, you're going to run into someone. And then a more affordable option would be the Franklin, which I think they just updated it. And it's like really cute and a good place to stay. How many celebrity sightings have you had? The Olsen twins are always there having brunch. I know, like I'll walk past and they'll be there. I can't remember which one, but one of them is like dating some like secret guy and I will see them there like all the time. And I, like, I follow this, like, celebrity app that, like, tells me, like, celebrity sightings. So I'm always, like, scrolling to see who's near where I am. Oh, my God. That would be me. Doesn't Harry Styles live in the city? Have you ever seen him? I know. I saw Bella Hadid, like, a few months ago. Ooh. Now I know where she lives because she literally walked out of her apartment as I'm walking past. And you were like, hold the door. No, literally, I was like, there's no way this is real life. Because I see all these, like, photographers taking photos and I thought they were taking photos of her car because obviously she was getting in a really nice car. Mm-hmm. And then literally I'm like, what are they taking photos of? And then she walks out. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. And you know who else? Okay. Do you watch The Bachelor? Okay. This season I'm not really watching. I tried. I can't get into it. Okay. That's fine. But like Tyler Cameron. Right? Oh my gosh. Okay. My celebrity app oh, or my the Instagram <laughs> account is always posting him in Central Park. I would, my ass would be there. I'm not kidding. The moment I wake up. Well, I no, literally, I live by Central Park and I'm like, I need to run into him. Yeah. And like Dale, they keep seeing Dale like downtown. Like, I don't think Dale's cute. But if I saw him, I would totally like go up to him. Yeah. Oh, well, I, duh. Think, I think the fact that he was like on The Bachelorette and like he was with Claire made him a little bit more attractive. But like if I saw him on the street, I'd be like, who is that cutie? Like, Same. Pretty, well, you know, know what's funny is this season's Bachelor. What's his name? See, I'm not even following it. Matt James. Matt. My mm. 
friend who lives in the city, she used to like go out with him. Like they went on dates and stuff. Oh, I know. And he only has like nice things to say about him, which is good. Yeah. I feel like he's a good, he's a good guy. He's a good egg. Yeah, but can he be like, can he be a little mean? Can he be playful? <laughs> Literally from the one episode I saw, he was just like kissing everyone's ass, like being so nice. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's like, I need to see. Try to make everyone happy. Yeah. She the was girls like, are all so mean. They just bully each other. I know. I know. What happened? To it's, b- it's awful. Girls bring girls up. Anyways. Okay. So now we know where we're staying. Let's move on to my favorite segment, where to eat. So Claire, what are your top three restaurants in the neighborhood? But wait, before we talk about food, Katie, you have to tell them about our favorite company, Blender Bombs. Hey guys, we are so excited to talk about a new brand that we were partnering with called Blender Bombs. Blender Bombs was started by a badass girl boss named Helen Hall. We got to visit Helen in her Charleston home a few months back, and she told us how she gained some unwelcome weight several years ago. She tried all the fad diets. We've all heard of them. Nothing actually helped keep the weight off. So in 2017, Helen began rolling blender bombs in her kitchen and adding them to her daily smoothie. Finally, she found some balance through replacing one meal a day with a blender bomb smoothie and practicing an 80-20 plant-based lifestyle. Blender bombs kept her full, controlled her cravings, and became her go-to addition for every smoothie. The bombs themselves are made up of natural ingredients that curb your hunger and your cravings. It's a ton of nuts, seeds, and dates. Now it's your turn to order up. Use code LOCAL to receive 20% off your first order on blenderbombs.com. Or you can find them in the whole body aisle of select whole foods markets all over the U.S. We both have smoothies every morning, and these little balls actually make our smoothies taste so good. It's so simple. All you have to do is add one blender bomb into your blender along with fruits, veggies, and the liquid of your choice. So use code LOCAL for 20% off your first order at blenderbombs.com. All right, so I'm going to do restaurants and dessert because I have the biggest sweet tooth, so I just feel like I need to share my favorite dessert spots. Then don't limit it to three. <laughs> yeah, okay. you don't have to limit you it. like a few. Okay. The best brunch spot is the Penrose. They have, like, amazing cocktails with, like, a fun little twist on them. Great food, great atmosphere. My favorite thing that if anyone goes, they need to get is the fried chicken sandwich. It has, like, pimento cheese on it coleslaw it's literally the best sandwich I think I've ever had amazing then one place I actually just discovered me and my best friend went it's called up Thai it might be the best Thai food I think I've ever had literally last week between the both of us we went five times it's that good and if you go you have to get the crepe dumplings they literally like melt into your mouth that's one like a genre of food that I don't really like I need to explore more in because I feel like I, I never am like, oh, I want Thai, but I think I need to like. Yeah, I was always the same way. Like I feel like before I moved here, I just stuck with like my few categories of food. But like ever since I moved here, I like really broadened it and I've found so many new foods I love. Yeah, love that for you. Stephanie and I met at work and there's always like girls that always like take the new people out for lunch into a Thai place. And you had pad you had pad thai for the first time. Yeah, and I like didn't did not know what to order. It was like my first day, and I was like quiet. So I was like, oh, I'll just have what they have. What? Yeah. <laughs> like it? Yeah, it was good. It was good, but I don't think I've like ever gotten it again. I need to become more cultured. I need to become more cultured. See, that's what I realized about myself when I moved here. I was like, I have to to fit in yeah. a little more. Yeah. What what a perfect place, a smorgasbord of just culture. Literally. Cool. Okay, then my favorite Italian in the city is Uva. 
My favorite thing is their gnocchi. It's like truffle gnocchi. I love anything with truffle. I think probably anyone loves anything with truffle, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then their meatballs are amazing. It's another food that just like they melt in your mouth. I don't know how they make them, but they're like the best meatballs I've ever had. And then they also have really good cheese boards for like apps. Yum. I love a good cheese board. We love a good cheese board. Literally. Some cheese and wine. Charcuterie and wine. Mm-hmm. And a good view. And then... I have some dessert spots I want to share because I have the biggest sweet tooth. So if you come up to the Upper East Side, you have to get Levain Bakery. Y'all have probably heard of it. It's like famous, warm, gooey, like huge, thick cookies. And my favorite is the peanut butter dark chocolate or just like their original is chocolate chip with walnuts. And they're literally like the best. They serve them warm. You can like dip them in the milk, whatever you want. So good. Yeah, I feel like I've asked every New Yorker that we've like talked to, like, is Levain worth the hype? And I feel like for the most part, everybody says like, yes, 100%. They're so good. And they have like good baked goods, like breakfast Mm -hmm. breads and stuff that you can also get. There's always like a line in the morning, like on week for people to line up to get like breakfast. Oh my gosh. I've heard the banana bread is really good. I've never tried that. I'll have to try it next time though. I don't, I didn't like it when I had it. Really? Yes. Wait, what I, did you get? I had a chocolate chip cookie. When I well, yes, it was I I'm upset. Like I will eat dessert every single day if I could. Well, clearly I do. God, but you're so stupid. <laughs> I love sweets. And I had it and it was too sweet for me. Okay, yeah, they are really sweet. See, I have a big sweet too. I can't believe you don't like it though. I feel like I've never met anyone that doesn't. Oh my gosh. We'll try it again. I'll get butter I'll and dark chocolate because y'all. yes. Literally yeah, right by me. I live on the same block. Oh, that's so Ooh. dangerous. My mom's always like, anytime I go visit them, she's like, bring me Levain, like bring me back some cookies. So I'm always like packaging them in a container in my carry on. Oh my You're God. Like, I love to be that. very careful. Yeah. Then my last dessert spot I want to recommend, it's called Anita Gelato. If you follow me on Instagram, I literally rave about this and post that I go there all the time. It's the best gelato I've ever had. And it helps that it's like literally the cutest little store ever. Mm-hmm. And my recommendation is the dairy-free Oreo. It is, I think, probably the most amazing ice cream gelato I've ever had. Can you tell that it's dairy-free? No, that's another like bonus. Oh, that's key. Yeah. Because, that's I mean, key. I don't try to eat dairy-free, but it's like nice if you like something that's dairy-free, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you cannot tell at all. That is key. I Ooh. hate when you get like a dairy-free ice cream and it's like, this isn't ice cream. It doesn't taste right. Yeah. yeah. I should do that, but I don't. I, I don't. <laughs> it's so um, hard, especially when you love like cheese, all the good stuff. Do you like milk? No, like I won't drink milk just like <laughs> But if it's in yeah. cheese, like, yeah. Katie like actually like drinks milk. <laughs> Wait, you drink it out of a glass? Well, like, well, like I said- we interviewed Michelle from the East Village. What if you're eating a cookie? Can you not drink it then? I mean, what about like almond milk? That was my exact response, Claire. Just almond milk. <sighs> Dairy is, I mean, milk. It's not is- as good. I uh, bet you I like never loved milk. Yeah, me neither. Well, same. Okay. So we have good places under our belt for where we're eating. Where are we drinking? Are there good places for day drinking or pre-dinner drinks? Are there good speakeasies? Tell me everything. Okay. So like I mentioned, the Penrose, when I recommended the chicken sandwich, they also have the best drinks. 
they have just like classic drinks with like fun twist on them so like they have a pickle martini which is mm-hmm. so good i know it sounds like such a weird combo but delicious mm-hmm. and then another spot is oh, eli's night shift this is good if you're just going with like friends they've got snacks and bites to eat with your drinks and it's like a cute little setup and then a speakeasy would be it's called ues so upper east side speakeasy it's an ice cream store and you like go down and they have like ice cream type of like drinks to have so i feel like that would be like perfect for like if you're coming with your girlfriends or whatever like that'd be the perfect like little night out yum is there like something specific that you have to to, like know or do to get in honestly i don't know once (laughs) i go though i will let you know but i always see people like posting going and all my friends have gone but with covid it's like you can't go to everything because to everything closes at 10. oh okay how is that bad oh i'm I'm so over this i'm like i just want to live my life yeah no i know did you go home when it was like last year like because i can't imagine myself and not being able to go anywhere well so i was in la when like the world shut down and so I took a red eye back to New York and then an hour later I had like a flight to Dallas so I stayed in Dallas for from March to May when I had to come up to move my apartments because my lease was up and then I went back for another month and then I've been here since but it's just it's so sad because like the energy's not the same like I never thought I'd say it but like I miss all the tourists I miss everyone visiting and it just like the energy's not the same it doesn't feel right. And it's sad because anywhere you walk, it's just like another store down or a store for rent. Yeah. Like no one can survive this here. Uh-huh. I feel like the one plus we were talking to a girl from New York and she was like, the one plus maybe is that we can now like locals can now go to like the tourist trap places and experience them. Whereas like if, if tourists were there, they wouldn't go there or like wouldn't be caught yeah. dead there. So I've I- definitely, yeah. I've like, it's kind of nice. Cause now we have to like go out of our bubble and like find new things to do that we would have never done mm-hmm. so it's been kind of nice like I've learned the city a lot more now mm-hmm. yeah um but okay now that we are full and a little tipsy let's talk about things to do so what are some activities around Upper East Side that you would recommend someone coming in from out of town to do so of course a must for any visitor coming to the Upper East Side would be the Met live out your gossip girl dreams mm-hmm. um there's sometimes are lines, but honestly, it's worth it. Like, I feel like it's such just like an experience everyone needs to have if you come to New York. It's just like so iconic and everything. And that's like definitely one thing everyone has to do. And then after you leave the Met, I would say go down to the Central Park entrance at 79th and 5th. And like, it's the perfect walk all the way back down to Midtown to see everything you need. All the fountains, the Bow Bridge, the zoo, like I feel like that is like the perfect afternoon spin up here. And then you can go back downtown, end up by like the plaza and Bergdorf and whatnot. And you could even, I think something fun if you come visit in like spring or summer when there's weather would be rent a city bike. If you like to bike, that's like fun to do in Central Park, ride your bike on down. And that'd be like the perfect afternoon. One of my questions was, what do you do in Central Park besides like walking? Like, do you just go put a blanket down and read a book? So a lot of people do. So like in summer with quarantine, I mean, it was like all the fields were just like packed of people with their blankets having like birthday parties or like happy hours Aww. with friends. It's like, cause we had to get smart with COVID. We can't all sit in our apartment. So 
everyone was in Central Lake the weekends and the really pretty days. So you could do that if you wanted. They actually offer, I've seen, there's like a picnic service. They'll come set it up for you with all the food and everything. So cute. If someone was interested in that, that's like a really cute idea. Back to Gossip Girl. I saw that there is a Gossip Girl tour that you can take. Okay. Also, yes, there is. I think that's, they're not doing it right now. But since you brought up Gossip Girl, they've been filming the reboot right next to me. So they park their trailer outside of my apartment. Like I'll see it out my window. And one day I was walking by the Met and I was like, what are they filming? I was like, why are they in school costumes? I got so excited. I was like, what are they doing? So <laughs> me, I sneak in with my dog and, I'm, and I like go up to the producer, like probably wasn't the producer, one of the workers. And I was like, what are y'all filming? And they're like, oh, a Gossip Girl reboot. And I'm like, you're kidding me. <laughs> like, no, we like really are. I was like, when is this airing? It's supposed to air this year. But I always see like, their trailers and then like filming in different spots it's so crazy I can't wait to watch it are any of them known actors a few of them are so I looked them up I don't know their names but I think they're like making this more like gossip girl 2.0 on like based around social media Mm. and they're doing new characters that are more like 2020 I guess 2021 version Mm -hmm. Um, so it's not based on a book anymore no, I think it's all, I mean, it still has like kind of the same storyline, I think, but based around like social media, like there's going to be like an influencer, all that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. I'm excited. It'll be interesting to see what they make of it. Where's the, where's the sex in the city? Um, where's Carrie's house? Her house is on Perry street in West village. Okay. West village. Have you ever been on the tour? No. But I've gone, I've passed her house multiple times. Oh my gosh. So when you go on your walks and you end up like near the plaza, have you ever, do you ever go? Probably you don't, but do you ever go inside? And like, cause I recent last year, 2019, I went through like their little food court thing. And food court. Yes. Food court sounds so disgusting, but it's so cute inside. It's so cute. And they had a bunch of amazing things. Have you ever been in there or like, do you ever go in there? So many times. Cause my, one of my favorite pizza spots, they have it. Pizza Rolio. You literally like, they like, and you roll up like pieces. It's like, it's so weird, but it's so good. So a lot of times I would go and get the pizza and then I'd go to Central Park and eat it with like friends. But there's like, they have good Italian restaurants down there. They have Lauderay, like macaroons coffee they have everything down there it's so crowded though yeah it's insane shut down right now because i've tried to go oh wow i get a crepe there nutella and banana oh yeah and they have little tiny donuts i don't know if you've ever yes okay do you know about museum mile i was gonna say there's a few more museums visit there's like a there's the jewish museum oh i think that's right by my apartment i don't know what it's called there's like the Guggenheim and the Frick Museum, which is under construction right now. The Frick's really pretty. Oh yeah, the Frick, that was on my list. So it's a museum, but they have like an outdoor air, like a really cute outdoor. So beautiful. What is it? Springtime. Where is it? Like what, is it like a coffee shop or is oh. it just like? Um, I don't think there's a coffee shop. Well, you can go out to one part, but then the other parts you can't and they're super picky about photos because you know me I like have to take a photo of everything and um their security will literally voice through their little headphones like stop having her take photos 
but there's like a basement and then the first it's like beautiful like it really is one of the probably prettier museums in the city but then there's also the Guggenheim is that the circle one yeah it's very like modern it's like it's like a museum museum I've literally never seen Mm -hmm. so if anyone ever wanted to do like a bunch of museums in one day you could hit up the Frick then go to the Met and then the Guggenheim they're like all on Fifth Ave Mm -hmm. sounds exhausting I know. You get your, your steps in now. <laughs> but yeah, you'll definitely get your steps in. Okay, are we ready to move into rapid fire? Yes. It's rapid fire round. All right. Most Instagrammable spot? The Met. I feel like every girl needs their gossip girl moment photo on the Met steps. Like on the step. Yeah, okay. Oh, cute. Best pizza spot? Mine is Amy Squared. You have to get the Colony pizza. It's like very thick pizza. It's not like normal New York pizza, but it's the best pizza I've probably ever had in the city. And I know this is not pizza, but you also have to get their burger. Wait, and fun fact for out-of-towners, Emmy Squared is on Gold Belly. Have you ever heard of Gold Belly? It's like a, it's a website that ships food from like famous like foods from... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's on Gold Belly. So. No, it's like so good. The burger, mm, that is one of the best burgers I've had. And then the pizza, I think she can order it for dinner because I live right by it. <laughs> oh, what's what's your pizza order? The Colony. It's um, red sauce, pepperonis, jalapenos, and honey. It sounds like the weirdest combo, but, but no. the crust is so thick. So the crust, they melt cheese onto. It's like Chicago-style mm. pizza, super thick like deep crust pizza. And it really is like the best pizza I think I've ever had. So that's really funny. So there's a restaurant in Raleigh and they have black pepper, honey, and sausage pizza. That sounds, and it's sounds like, good. I mean, it's probably a meal on like death row. And then there's like, <laughs> no, seriously, it's so good. And then there's another restaurant that they're new, like probably within two years. Um, they're special. They have what you were saying. They were having pepperoni, jalapenos, and honey, and it was delicious. Well, and was... you would never think to put like honey or that combo. Like, I don't know where no. they came up with that, but it's seriously, I think, the best pizza I've ever had. Oh my gosh. Delicious. I love it so much. I'm glad you called that out. So people will be more aware of toppings. Yes. Yeah. More adventure. <laughs> Not so basic. Yeah. I know. Okay. Does Upper East Side, do they have any events? This one would be the Met Gala, of course. Not like I would ever get invited, but if you go early, you will definitely see celebrities when they're like getting out of their cars and whatnot before they go on the red carpet. If you're ever here on the weekend of the Met Gala, definitely like go line up out there and see who you can see. And when is that? Isn't it always in April or May? Yeah, I feel I it's say? definitely in the springtime. Right. Yeah. Yeah, spring. Uh, your favorite coffee shop? Ralph's Coffee or Hutchimaldo. It's a French bulldog themed little cafe. It's so cute. They put like little, the cups have French bulldogs on it. And then like your cinnamon on top of your drinks are literally like a French bulldog. Best wine and cheese spot? I would say Serena's Wine Bar Cafe. What's your favorite wine? Like what, red, rosé, white? White all the way. Really? Yeah. Even in the winter? Oh, yes. At all times. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big red wine drinker. 
That okay. was me until a year ago. And then I think my, I think my palate's like matured a little bit and now I'm dabbling in the red wine game yeah. and I feel a little bit more sophisticated, but, um, yeah, I'm with you on that. It goes with everything. Maybe I'm weird, but like I'll drink it with anything. Yeah, no, it definitely does. Do you watch Bravo? Yeah. Do you watch New York housewives? No, but one of them, one of the older ones lives on my street. I think when I think of white wine, I just think of Ramona all the time because she, I don't know why, she loves her white wine. She loves her Pinot Grigio. Same. Sounds like we're very similar then. Yes. Um, what's the best season to visit? For sure, fall. I recommend coming either the first or second weekend of November. That's like when all the trees are at peak. It's literally the most beautiful time here. Oh, gorgeous. Favorite rooftop bar? Okay, we don't have any rooftop bars on the Upper East Side. What's your favorite bar in the city? Hmm. I went to one a few months ago and I cannot remember what it was called. Was it called Skylark? And it's like a view of the state building and they, in the summer, they have like rosé with like gummy bears and all these like cool oh, toppings. Cute. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Favorite local business? Mixology Clothing Company. That's where I used to work. Oh, wait, I'm going to look them up. Mixology? <laughs> Cutest clothes, yes. And while you're looking that up, last but not least, are there any touristy spots that you would say, gals, just don't spend your time there? Honestly, I feel like no. I feel like the only touristy place would be the Met, but I did recommend that and I still recommend it. Just know there will be lines, but I think it's totally worth it. And But that's worth it too. And Levain, yes. Well, okay. you don't think it's worth it, but I think. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I trust you. I'm going to try it again. Yeah, I think everyone, maybe you need to bring your milk to dip it in. I think the problem was the milk. I think I need the water. I need water. Oh, you had it with milk. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I don't remember. It was a couple of years Uh, ago. We'll give it a second. Maybe try a different combo, like a different cookie. Yes. No, I want to try Try the banana bread. Yeah. And the banana bread. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, before we wrap, what is your number one travel tip to share with our listeners? My biggest tip for anyone coming to the city would be try to walk everywhere you can. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be exhausted. Your legs are going to hurt. But I think it is so worth it to just take in every bit of the city because every corner, there's something new and amazing. And I really think everyone just needs to walk everywhere. I know that sounds silly, but I truly think you really, that's how you take in the city the most. Yeah, that's a good tip. 1000%. Um, and where can our listeners find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram at claire.bridges, YouTube, just search my name, Claire Bridges. And then if you want to follow me on TikTok, um, I think my username is Claire Bridges with two S's at the end of Bridges. Okay. We, we're trying to get into TikTok too. I feel like it's like we're it's, trying. It's a big time investment, I feel. It's it is. It's funny because like random videos will blow up that like I didn't even try on. Uh-huh. I don't understand TikTok, honestly. Yeah. I I feel like the algorithm is, it's very it's hard to crazy. understand. Yeah. Yeah. When do you think it'll be safe for us to visit? Uh, see, people always jam me and they like ask my advice on like if they should come or not. And I, I like feel so stuck because I don't want to cancel someone's trip. Especially yeah. a lot of people were like coming to trying to come for the holidays, but I would definitely wait until like a lot more is open, like maybe summer. Yeah, oh, I know. And I mean, if you know your spots and stuff, like if you know where you would go, I don't think it's like a stupid time to come. That's what I tell people is like, 
if you know the city a little bit, like you're not going to be like a dumb person not knowing where to go. Like you probably have your spots and it is kind of nice because it's like quiet so you can enjoy everything. But I definitely think wait yeah. till more open. Dude, it's so cold right now. Like, yeah, I can't do that. You're right. Yeah, eating outside the big no. You're right. You're right. All right, Claire. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Katie and I can't wait to come visit you. Hopefully soon we'll check out Levain and we'll pretend that we're little gossip. We'll give it another shot. Yeah. I'll bring some milk for you. Yes. We'll make sure we have 2% milk. (laughs) Bring me my milk. (laughs) And that is a wrap on New York City, Upper East Side. That was so much fun. If you enjoyed more of New York City and want us to do another neighborhood, let us know who we should interview next. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to this podcast. Tell your brother, tell your sister, tell your cousin who you don't speak to anymore that you found this great podcast and you guys can connect over this um, because this really was a great episode. And we will be in Philadelphia next weekend interviewing our girl, Meg Mendel. Uh, She has her own podcast, Honest 21. We're going to get the local scoop. We're excited. Who has the best cheesesteak? Guess you'll have to just tune in next week. Tune in. But until then, sayonara and have a wonderful week. Bye.